What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on Earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opre ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. John Bozica, 1480 WHBC. As we have talked about here on this show, uh, almost to a point of fault, uh, that is the vaccine. And uh, we have talked about it in uh, so many different ways. We have covered it in so many different ways. And one of those key ways that we've covered it is how it will uh, affect our ability to have a normal year of education for our kids. And obviously one of the discussions going on recently has been about whether or not it should be required for kids that are going to Ohio schools. To cover this more, we go to the phone line, bring in State Representative Allison Russo. Allison, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, John. Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, thanks for coming back onto the show and thanks for wanting to talk about this topic. I know it's a it's a challenging one um, and it's one that, you know, has really caused some some real uh, contention at the state level, I guess you could say. Um, what are your feelings on this discussion, and, and how do you think this should be handled? If you were making the decision, how would you handle this? Well, I think that it is important to note that uh, this issue should be considered, I think, at the local level and really depends on what the community's input is on this topic, as well as what is happening with the virus within an individual community. Uh, because we have different scenarios depending on where you are in the state. What is the vaccination rate in the state? Uh, where are we seeing surges amongst those unvaccinated populations? Uh, so I believe that this uh, should be a very localized decision based on what are the circumstances, uh, what are the needs of the community. Uh, this absolutely should not be a one-size-fits-all that is determined in Columbus uh, by legislators who have zero uh, background or training in medicine or public health. That being said, Allison, as State Representative Allison Russo is my guest this morning, are you disappointed in your colleagues on the other side of the aisle that are seemingly... I guess you could say not discouraging the vaccine, but bringing up questions around it. Are you disappointed that they're doing that? Yes, I am very disappointed at what we are seeing uh, across this country and especially within this state is a large amount of vaccine misinformation, not only about the COVID-19 vaccine, but it's also trickling down to our other vaccines that are extremely important, that are very necessary for our children. Uh, we have seen over and over in the legislature, uh, this information given a platform uh, for the public to continue to spread this misinformation. And listen, this is a this is a tricky 
topic of vaccines and understanding vaccines, and especially the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, requires a lot of information and a lot of conversation. We shouldn't be blaming and shaming those people who have been misinformed, but we absolutely, I think, should be holding accountable those elected leaders, those organizations, those media and tech companies uh, who continue to give a platform to this misinformation and spread it because this is very dangerous. We are in a circumstance now where we have a surge because of this Delta variant that is happening here in Ohio as well as in other states. And it's happening amongst the unvaccinated population. Um, And that is going to cause us to have a very difficult fall and winter. And we will continue to have Ohioans die uh, because of this misinformation. So state representative, how do we, I don't know if guard is the right word, but how do we, how do we bring that misinformation and, and, and call it out for what it is and allow that to be known and allow Ohioans to find the truth in that? Cause so many Ohioans have started to view misinformation as being the truth. So how do we change that? I feel like that's, you know, a, a very difficult question, but what do we do? Yeah, well, it, it is very tough. Um, and, you know, again, when we have the continuous um, uh, echoing of uh, this very dangerous misinformation that is happening, again, uh, from leadership, from media and tech organizations who are allowing, allowing it to spread. Um, listen, I always go back to uh, health communication is really difficult, and you have to have trusted sources. Um, I continually tell people who are hesitant about the vaccine, uh, who share information that they have heard about the vaccine, talk to your physician. Go back to your trusted healthcare provider. They will have the best information for you and listen to their recommendations. Uh, that in, you know, I really, and I, I think that our medical community is stepping up uh, because they are seeing this in their practices. Uh, they are very alarmed. Uh, we saw, in fact, the Surgeon General of the United States uh, just yesterday issue, you know, a plea to some of these media and tech organizations uh, in working with the medical professions uh, to help stop some of this misinformation because at the end of the day, again, it's dangerous. And, and you know, here's the thing. It's not just about COVID-19. We are seeing this trickle down to very important childhood vaccinations that are so critically important to keeping our children healthy and alive. Uh, We saw, for example, what played out in the state of Tennessee, uh, that they had a complete halt of information coming from their Department of Health about all childhood vaccinations. That is extremely dangerous. We have worked decades uh, to um, tamp down some of these preventable diseases uh, through vaccinations. Um, And so we're entering into very dangerous territory here that not only impacts our ability to um, make sure that we don't have resurges of COVID, but also some of these other diseases like measles, mumps, rubella, meningitis, uh, for example. Um, so this is this is a very important thing for us um, to be fighting back against. State Representative Allison Russo, my guest. State Representative, if you were to, I guess, give a 
a plan to Ohioans on how to treat the vaccine, what to do with the vaccine, what would you tell them? What would you say is the most sound advice that you could give them? Well, uh, number one, I would recommend getting vaccinated. It is the best protection that we have against uh, COVID-19 and the variants that we know currently exist. Uh, So I urge everyone, if you are eligible and if you are able to get vaccinated, if you have questions about the vaccine for yourself, for your child, for example, for a loved one, talk to your physician, uh, get their recommendation. They will know best what will work best for you personally. They will be able to answer any questions or concerns that you have. Do not go to the internet, listen uh, you know, to the person who cuts your hair or um, you know, listen to uh, someone who doesn't have medical training. Talk to your provider. That is the best source of information that all Ohioans have uh, to answer the questions um, that they have about the vaccine. What do you think has caused this big blow up in misinformation? What do you What do you think led to this, and and why do you think we continue to be knee deep in this? There might be an obvious answer to this, but I guess I I, I kind of want to hear what you have to say about this. Well, I think you know my theory has always been it goes back to distrust. Um, that has been fed, you know, for the last several years, distrust in institutions, distrust in science, distrust in government. Uh, We have a real problem, I think, with uh, many people in our state and in our society who have a large amount of distrust, some of which has been very well earned uh, because we see, uh, for example, government not doing good things often for people and caving to special interests. Um, and I think that this pandemic just created a, a scenario where um, that, you know, was able to thrive. People were isolated. They were online more. We saw the generation of uh, many conspiracy theories around this virus. Um, so I think it was just the perfect storm of all of those factors coming together. Uh, but it is very dangerous. Uh, we should not underestimate that the threat that this will cause to our ability um, to really get through and overcome this pandemic. Because what we know right now is that variants are um, there. The Delta variant is here in the state of Ohio, uh, but more variants will continue to thrive in the unvaccinated population, which means that we will continue uh, to be fighting this virus if we don't increase our vaccination rates. Should we mandate the vaccine in Ohio schools, State Representative Allison Russo? Well, again, I don't think uh, that I'm in a position to answer that question. I think, you know, we have to consider what works best for the scenario in local communities and local school districts. But as a reminder, you know, the legislation that was passed that had this provision in it, Um, that prevented mandating the vaccine, and only, by the way, when it has this emergency use authorization. When the FDA gives full approval, this bill becomes moot. But the other really dangerous piece of this was the provision about 
what school districts uh, and universities can do to mitigate the spread amongst those people who are unvaccinated. So things like, you know, are you able to quarantine them uh, when they've had exposure? Uh, Can you provide incentives to encourage vaccination? Those are all things, again, that undermine the ability of local school districts and universities to have a normal school year and make sure that kids and students are staying in the classroom fully as much as possible. State Representative Allison Russo, I appreciate the time this morning and uh, look forward to the next time that we get to do this. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate you uh, talking to me again about this very important topic. Absolutely. Have a good one. Thank you.